<laughs> Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your host, Nina Boyd. Reno Gorman. And their producer, Mike. Uh, we've got some interesting articles this time, not like the other times when they're usually boring. Um, this episode, we're focusing on, I don't know, I guess sort of human enhancement. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, which continues to be more interesting and terrifying with every passing day. I mean, who doesn't want to be enhanced? Uh, <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the antonym to enhancement? Dehancement? Dehancement? No. <laughs> Degradation? Mm. Falling apartness? Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds grammatically correct. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can upload some new vocabulary to our brain so we would know. I see what you what, did there. Uh, did you? Yeah. Uh, this Getting one right it, yeah. actually freaked me out. I don't know. And I was sort of thinking about why I wouldn't want to experience this. But I guess uh, science has found a way to upload knowledge to people's brains so they can learn sort of instantly. Kind of like if you remember The Matrix when Neo learned how to do all the karate moves and jujitsu, that's what it was. Kung Fu. Was it? Yeah, it was Kung Fu. Oh, okay. If you haven't seen The Matrix, stop listening to us right now. Go, go watch, watch the Matrix, it and then come back. And then come back. <laughs> no, yeah. finish the episode, then go watch oh, the Matrix. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Neo, the main character, learns Kung Fu like that because yeah. they just upload they look- that into his brain. Which I don't think I'd want to learn that way. Because, what? well, my first thought was like, in, later in the article, they say you could learn things like how to drive and stuff like that. At first, I thought, yeah, that would be convenient, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But part of learning is messing up. And I understand, like, the way that we think of learning now with our brains, remembering stuff, messing up is a necessary step. Maybe with this, like, uploading technology, you don't need to mess up to learn. But I just feel like if you skip all those mistakes, you're missing a crucial lesson. So... In order to learn how to drive, we should mess up a few times. Yeah, if you're a preferably pilot, with people around on the road. Yeah, if you're, if you're a pilot, <laughs> like in this, in this uh, article, um, they, they studied the brain signals of a trained pilot, and then they took that data and they um, electrically stimulated uh, the, the novice pilots with this electrical pattern, yeah. and they learned how to fly... 33% faster and better than yeah, the placebo. I I don't know. There's something weird and creepy and not right about just learning that way instead of trying stuff in real life, failing, and then remembering well, not I mean, to do it that way next time. I mean, they could still be making failures. They're just learning 33% from less the, failures. Yeah, yeah, they're just learning from their mistakes better, possibly. Uh, Think about this way. If you have to spend six years yeah. and how many hundreds of thousands of dollars to become a doctor, and you could trim that down to like four years mm. and save yourself like literally hundreds of thousands of dollars and like save people's lives because you can train these doctors faster and smarter, more efficiently. Like why not? It is kind of scary and weird, but uh, uh, that seems appealing to me. I don't know. I would not want to use this. Or like if you wanted to learn how to play guitar or piano better. Yeah. Like this, I mean, cause like the, with the pilots, it's like a, uh, it's, you know, it's like muscle memory and neuromuscular stuff. So, you know, with playing piano or guitar or something like that, it's like how to move your fingers correctly. And like music theory is fucking tough. Yeah, but it if you is, could like but... trim six years down to like three or four, like fuck but yeah. But that means that learning is like less meaningful then if you don't like labor over it for a while. I think that's what bothers me about it. It's that Catholic that, guilt coming that, back where I'm just like, it shouldn't be so easy. <laughs> it needs to be difficult. You have to suffer. It's just yeah. 33% easier. Mm, that's too much. <laughs> What, it was like, 33 is 6, and 666 is Satan's number, <laughs> Reno. Damn. 
Professor Mike, we haven't heard from you yet. Did I call you Professor Mike or Professor? You did, and I'm going to roll with it. Oh, oh, there you go. New title. Yeah. Promotion. I do, like, like this, like, is it, like, straight on Matrix kind of like you plug in and all of a sudden something's, like, like, super like, little more. signals. It sounds like they're using, um, like, the electromagnetic pulses to stimulate very specific uh, regions of the brain that relate to learning. The conspiracy theory theorist in me is going to say somebody somewhere along the line is going to find a way to use this. Oh, yeah. Right. Military. Like some yeah. Cointel Pro mind control kind mm-hmm. of Super shit. efficient brainwashing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And yeah. That's, that's, when I, that's when I shy away from the... So like, it's a great it. idea if there wasn't evil in the world. If there yeah. wasn't people, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, there, if, there was, if there wasn't always some sort of authority figure trying to control everything and that's and that's not just here in america chinese are great at this too um if there wasn't always (laughs) some sort of fucked up authoritarian trying to massively control citizens and people and Mm -hmm. all that shit like that this is a great idea Mm -hmm. it's fucking cool in a society where you didn't have that kind of evil i'm all for it except we live in this world (laughs) <laughs> and in this speak for yourself and in this world people <laughs> will use this for the wrong reasons well some people will what if we pass laws so it could only be used for like yeah, pilots but, doctors and musicians yeah because yeah, those laws real, always work laws always are followed by guys it's against the law let's just just follow the law it'd be okay <laughs> okay dude all right so that's two votes for nay one vote for yay so I mean, I won't vote for yay if we could somehow curb everyone's enthusiasm to control the populace. I mean, if you think about it more like it really just makes the parts of your brain that naturally um, make learning possible, it just makes them more efficient. That's a less creepy way to think of it. Yeah. And this also, headline is obviously trying to be like, you know, shock value. Right, right. You're not literally uploading. You're just not yet. making it easier. But think about what about people with like learning disabilities where they don't naturally. Their learning centers are learn. fucked next. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> producer Nina. <laughs> I know it's producer Nina and Professor Mike, <laughs> and your low life Reno who wants to be yeah. electrocuted in the brain. Yeah, I think this would be great. I want to learn how to play guitar better. I want to learn how to play violin and piano, and I could learn it thirty three percent faster if I mm. just got shocked in the head the yeah. right way. See Sign what the me up. Effects are. Yeah, <laughs> I just I feel like I don't know isn't going to be as good of an idea as people want to believe. Yeah. But they, so this article kind of goes on a little bit of tangents here. Yeah. <laughs> towards the end, well, it talks about like this method. It says this method is actually quite old. They said that in ancient Egypt, 4,000 years ago, they used electric fish to stimulate and reduce pain. Which I could totally see. Okay. Using electric fish to reduce pain mm-hmm. is not the same not as learning. electrocuting your brain to become a better pilot. That's, that's a right. fucking stretch. Well, they didn't have planes back then. They didn't care about that. It's true. <laughs> if you believe the theories. That's know, true. How wa- did those pyramids get built? You ever watch Ancient Aliens? Yes. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> um, and then on a completely random tangent, they said, oh yeah, meanwhile, a recent study found that intelligent people are more easily distracted at work. Sounds like the person <laughs> who wrote this was hella distracted. It's like, oh yeah, this is about brains. I'll right. put that in there. Do you guys get distracted easily at work? I definitely... Well, I don't know if distracted is the right word. 
I mean, distracted implies that I'm trying to focus on something and then I am like involuntarily, <laughs> my attention is pulled to something else. You're not required to focus at work? I'm required to focus, but th- there are weird like periods of downtime where, you know. When I was in title, doing title insurance for a very long time, it was easy to get distracted. I, I was like, it, and the, what it really was was if you have just this continual singular task that you have to do, you're going to get distracted. Yeah. It's like if all. It's like today you're going to type a 300-page legal description, which is stuff I used to have to do in title. Yeah, dude, I was just like, oh, what's going on on MySpace? That's how long ago it was. Or what's going on, or what's going on with this? Or maybe I'll, I'll browse for band members or something. Like I had all this access to like Craigslist and whatever was out there at the time, MySpace and all that other bullshit. And yeah, dude, I got distracted all the time. When I stepped up into a job, like my last job, doing logistics management i had so much on my plate there was no way i could allow myself to be distracted yeah that couldn't if i did i fucked up big time and i had to like i had to basically like i would leave my personal phone in my office like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't fucking bring it with me anywhere because there's no i can't i just couldn't take a phone call i couldn't check a personal email i couldn't it was just if i allowed myself to be distracted i would have been fucked yeah and I can imagine, like... Uh, Doctors are probably that way, yeah. yeah. But I can imagine, like, companies and uh, boss overlords being like, nope, you got to wear this uh, brain cap that keeps you, uh, you know, right. shocks you to keep you focused. And You mean Amazon? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, speaking of uh, staying focused, there are these new telescopic lenses, these um, contact lenses that can zoom in and out at almost three times uh, magnification. Yeah, and you can, apparently I think um, you control the zoom by winking, which is yeah could be misinterpreted in social situations. <laughs> Keep on like winking at someone, you just get in there. Yeah, you wink with like your left eye, it zooms in. You wink with your right eye, it zooms out. Yeah, um, um, but I mean, I don't know. This to me is less creepy. I don't know why than the idea of like stimulating the learning center in your brain. Because this helps people who have trouble seeing, and I think that's a huge problem, you know. But fuck the it's, people that are, have learning disabilities. Yeah, fuck them. Or people this that is, need doctors or pilots <laughs> or lawyers. Or like this is fine. Um, so I guess these particular contact lenses are good for people um, with macular degeneration, um, which they gradually lose their central vision. That's what that is. Uh, the contacts are slightly larger than an ordinary lens. Um they cover part of, I think, maybe the whole white of the eye, which is interesting. So if you if you look up this article and you see the picture, the contact lens is like an oval shape. That's not round. It's really interesting. No, it looks pretty round to me. I don't no, know there's one that's like... Anyways. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's filled. They got like these um, aluminum ring mirrors in there. They're arranged so that uh, when light streams through, the mirrors bounce it off around several times to cause the object to appear 2.8 times larger than they really are. You have to wear um, special um, electric uh, glasses along with these lenses, too, I think. Yeah, and the glasses yeah. control the zoom? Yeah, I think, yeah. And the, like, I don't know how these are powered, too. So I, I wonder if it's kind of like a wireless. Oh, that's true, because power it's kind not of thing, like. Cause yeah. Having a battery in your eyeball is kind of a little that too might be much. okay. Maybe only last like 10 seconds. One more step to bionic humans. Yeah. They had to uh, work out the kinks because uh, earlier versions, um, uh, they would limit the airflow to the eye. It covers your eye and your 
your eye apparently needs air. So they built in like these little tiny little um, air tunnels so that air can flow to the eye. And they're, yeah, they're mainly for people with uh, vision disabilities. So it's not like, you know, just for whoever who just wants to have like telescopic vision. Yeah. But I mean, I imagine you could still do that maybe or... You could, I feel like, like you could buy forward. them. They're not going to like tell you no, right? Or <laughs> like does it have to be? I really need these, you guys. <laughs> maybe they have to be prescribed like by an yeah. ophthalmologist or something. But um, they also say in here, there's something else. Oh, um, so now that the lenses have better airflow, they want to start human trials, I guess, before the researchers were testing the technology on a life-size mechanical model of the eye. And then that relayed what it saw to a computer screen. I thought it was going to say they were testing them on, like, I don't know, some animal. Like that hippopotamuses. Similar. Hippopotami. <laughs> yeah, they don't get mad easily. They'll be fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's kind of cool that it was a robot, basically. They were yeah. testing them on. Yeah, maybe, like, robots will will uh, help us not have to test on uh, animals that's as much. I was thinking, yeah. Although, I mean, you can't really test for things like yeah. diabetes. That's and, what I was going to say, diabetes. Yeah, yeah. But... Hmm. And also, robots don't sleep really, and not human, yet. Not yet, not really. We did a we did an article about how computers kind of sleep. Yeah. But anyways, they they do that. I mean, it is sort of like for them, it's the same thing that sleep does for us, where they sort of clean out their system and they strengthen connections and pare down other ones, and uh, you know, they have wet dreams and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad for the wiring. So, anyways, sleep. What's we, the name of that? Blade Runner, dude. Robots dream with electric <laughs> sleep. Do, do robots have wet dreams? Oh my god, that's so funny. I've never seen. Sleep. I've never seen Blade Runner, but the other night I started watching it on uh, Netflix. I got oh. like the new one? twenty minutes in. No, the the original one. Okay, yeah. yeah, watch the original one first, please. I still need to see the sequel. With the sequel or the is yeah. it a reboot? No, it's a sequel with Ryan Gosling oh, and, and Harrison okay. Ford's in it also. And you, but you saw the sequel? No, I so, still need to see that. Okay. The original one is a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah, it, lo- it looks cool. I mean the. The storyline and everything sounds really great. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, humans need to sleep, and we typically ne- should probably be sleeping a little bit more during winter time. So this uh, article we found from Wired talks about how, how science uh, has evidence and theoretically um, might explain why we should all work shorter hours yeah. during the winter time. I am all about this. Hell yeah. Like, it's just, there's something about, like, getting up and I have, like, an hour commute to work, so I think that factors into it. But there's something about getting up before the sun is up and, like, getting ready all the way, eating breakfast, all the other shit, and, like, getting on the road as the sun is coming up. That's, that shouldn't be how it is. That's no way to live. Yeah. And I mean, that, mine was a, a very, like... I don't know. It's not that bad. But when producer Mike had the job where he had to get up at like 2 a.m. to get ready, that's even worse because no matter what time of year it was, the sun wasn't out, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was fun. I, I fondly remember yeah. only getting about three and a half to four hours of sleep a day. And that's also bad. Yeah. So that combined with like no sunlight to get your natural systems moving, you know, it's very bad. But if it's winter time and the sun comes up later and it's cold outside, your body is kind of programmed to want to sleep um, not just longer in the morning, but like more hours in general at night. You want to mm-hmm. go to bed earlier too. And we don't have the kind of schedules usually with modern life and work, you know, yeah. that allows for that. Especially the fucking stupid daylight savings. Fuck bullshit. daylight savings. It makes it even worse. When is that going away? There was, a, there was a, a measure to get rid of it and it didn't pass. 
Why? Because what is the because point? it sounds stupid and people don't want to waste their time on. I don't. I don't. People understand. can roll their eyes at it easily. Like I don't understand the point of it anymore. Like, there isn't a point unless you're a farmer. That was what it was for. Okay. Well, and there's the, still farmers, but like they can be on their own schedule. Who cares? Yeah. I, I'm I gonna blame our our I like. Oh, speaking of technology. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. We have if you <laughs> heard a that, fourth host. Right. Alexa. The thing that's interesting is we've. We've talked about so many things here today. We did a whole other episode and she didn't care, but for some yeah. reason, now yeah. I'm afraid to say that word. Well, the mic's off now. So, so those, those people <laughs> who like grow our food for us and, and everything. Yeah. Like it makes sense. If but you were ever wondering about things listening to you when you don't want it to listen you to you, know. now you know. But yeah, your point, yeah. like farmers, like, I yeah, if you want to call four o'clock, three o'clock, go ahead, asshole. Well, whatever I, you I mean, do. The, like, whatever, like the planting seasons or something has a lot to do with it. But I think another problem is we have this culture now, we expect things to be shipped to us within a day. Like everybody wants everything now. And if that's the society, that means nobody can really take a break. Everyone has to be on all the time. All right. Let's just fucking slow just down. Slow down at like 10 p.m. Fuck it. January, February, let's just all slow the fuck down, right? Yeah, slow the fuck down. Or why don't we just slow the fuck down in general? There's no reason to have everything instantaneous. No. Nothing. There's absolutely no reason in your life that you need that much instantaneous shit. Yeah, We've come hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years just fine. You don't need that new set of headphones by noon today. Yeah. You don't need to stream Six Degrees of Rumination. Just mail us a letter and we'll yeah. mail you a cassette yeah. tape. Yeah, that's different, dude. I'm talking about, uh, but like the whole logistics Actually, game. Like, 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 you're, like, I used to work over 12 hours a day yeah. regularly. You don't, it shouldn't be like that. Like, they really, no. none of that shit should exist. So, so daylight savings time, getting more sleep in winter, I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, like you, you I mean, should... anti-daylight savings time. Yeah. More sleep in winter. There's a whole bunch of things that happen to your body with hormones and like the, the, the sensors in your eye that sense blue light and all this other stuff that makes you wake up at a certain time and want to go to sleep at a certain time and want to eat meals at a certain time. And, you know, if we keep the regular like eight to five schedule that a lot of people have through the winter... I'm gonna let we you know right now. We're artificially messing with, you know. Eight to five's a pipe dream these days. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying, like a lot of people, you know, that's their schedule, um, and they go into some detail in this article about seasonal affective disorder. I don't know if you guys experienced that. Sad. Yes. Yeah. Sad. Probably a little bit. Yeah. I think I, think I get a little more blue um, during the winter time. I've you dye your mohawk blue. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. And I. And I've. I've <laughs> I've got uh, friends and such that are definitely affected by a sad seasonal affect disorder, affect disorder where if you don't get enough sunlight, like you, they get depressed and moody and yeah. it really, really affects them. And if, I, I'm and a if Capricorn. I was birthed to Mike this shit. loves, he's so sad <laughs> we don't have born rain. Born in the darkness. <laughs> born in the, yeah, like, I actually don't like summer. Well, I, I, I like one week of summer. Yeah, I, they, that's I, all the time I need. Yeah, I, I, let me go to the beach once or twice, and then fucking turn the heat off, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Like, I don't need to be sweating when I open my eyes at six a.m. Yeah, yeah. You guys are living in the wrong part of the world. I for mean, that. that's no true. Shit. Yeah, um, yeah. So apparently, not apparently. I mean, I knew that that was a thing, but um, they kind of tie it together in this article with um, 
if your body clocks are out of sync with your waking and working hours, which is what happens when we try to get up before the sun goes up, um, and you're experiencing sad at the same time, you're going to be all kinds of turned around. Um, they also say that teenagers are really, um, like prone to feeling this way. Like it's hard for them to get up. They want to sleep more than adults. They want to go to bed early. They want to sleep in hella. They don't want to go to bed. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah. They late. want to go to bed yeah. late, which is a whole other problem. And then sleep in a lot. And so many schools still have that 7am start time for like high schoolers. Oh, so God. stupid. It's awful. And I think it's mostly structured around like they figure that parents drop off their kids and then go to work and they have right. to, you know, whatever. So I want you to just start work a little bit later during the winter time. Yeah, start work and at they, 10. And they, and they get off work a little bit earlier so they get some sunlight. They get mm-hmm. to go outside and then they can get to bed earlier and they get enough sleep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but we're more focused with like this perceived idea of productivity than mm. people being healthy. But mm-hmm. ironically, like you're going to be more productive at work if you yeah. are allowed to do these things. But also like it shouldn't just be like this is worthwhile because you're productive at work. It should be like this is healthy for you as a human. Mm-hmm. The end. There was a school in England which shifted students from starting uh, from 8.50 to 10 o'clock and found that rates of absence due to illness fell dramatically following the change. And pupils' schools' performance improved. Hmm. So you're, they're going to be more scores. efficient. Even though maybe like the quantity of time they're spending in school or at work is maybe shorter, the quality is going to be better. Yeah, but that makes or, sense because like yeah. a lot of jobs, you don't need to be there for eight hours to get it done. Right. Like I can do my job in four hours. Remember back when <laughs> you got your high school schedule? Yeah. And it's like you picked your classes, but you didn't get picked what order they were in. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it and it's like first period u.s government you're just like <laughs> or like, like seven the one you hate the, the most before lunch yeah, or chemistry or some shit like that or something it's like 7 50 a.m in the morning and your asshole's trying to teach you about the constitution you're like i don't give a fuck oh, right now that was one thing yeah. that was nice about college is you could sort of plan out when to take the classes like i always did my art history classes um like after dinner and i really liked that yeah, it's cozies, like, because I like stuff like that. Like, you sit down and listen to a story about stuff you like, yeah. in my case. I nice. did, um, when I was in community college, <laughs> first class, community college, I did uh, <laughs> yoga first Nerd. thing of the day. Yeah. And doing yoga first thing of the day, is, it's fucking great for you. You get your whole body running, and it's not like, you're not working out so hard that you're exhausted. It's like, mm. just enough to, like, Just bring everything back online and energize things up. And I was, like, so sharp, and I could, like, focus really well throughout the rest of the day, like, it's just a naturally good thing to do. Like when you wake up, like you should go for a walk and do at least some exercise. Yeah. No, Not nobody has time for that. Dive into fucking Drive politics first thing in the morning or yeah. do your fucking awful job again. It's insane because so many people I know are like, oh, I don't eat breakfast. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. And it's not because they're like on a diet or like some weird other shit. They're just like, oh yeah, I wake up so that I get to sleep long enough so that I, you know, mm-hmm. I sleep up to the minute that I can before I have to like get ready and come here. And then they eat breakfast like at work, which I think is... That's what I used to do. But I just... That whole idea is so fucking weird to me. Yeah. I would have to be to work at 3.30 in the morning before anybody else... Well, in that case, it makes sense. Before anybody else got there. And I would just take like instant oatmeal No, I'm talking about people who like live in walking distance to my job and we have to be there at nine. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. I don't know what their fucking problem (laughs) is. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, yeah, I've never been... I have to like get up have a morning routine, eat breakfast, like have some time, you know. You guys, know. you guys ever have dreams where like you're back in school? Yes. I'll have these dreams oh. where I'm like, I'm like in high school and I'm like, okay, next period, I got to get to like 
science, I'm like, oh shit, I haven't done any of my science homework. I'm gonna fail this class. In a I'm like, decade. I'm like, wait a minute. You're so worried. Where is this class? I'm like, wait a minute. It's Thursday. Do I have what's what's my third period class? And then like after a while, in, the, in these like school dreams, I'm like, wait, I already got a fucking diploma. I don't even have to be here. But you have lucid <laughs> dreams all the time. Well, those aren't lucid, but... But when you realize, it is. That's the lucid part. When you're like, oh, I haven't Well, been. I don't realize I'm dreaming. I just realize that I've already graduated and that I'm not in school right now. I guess... Okay. I still feel like that's taking part of the real world into your dream, though. Because yeah. clearly the dream is setting you up to think you're supposed to still be in high school. I know. It's such a weird, yeah. weird feeling. Yeah. I know. I'll do that sometimes. So, speaking of weird feelings, music fixes everything you guys if you mm. didn't already know that depends I on the did music know that. yeah it depends well, on yeah the music, actually that's true okay if it's christmas carols it doesn't fix christmas a goddamn thing make have you heard mumble rap that's not music that's just like someone who has a microphone maybe they're just not getting enough sleep in the winter and they would write great music if they had a little bit more time you know to wake actually, up actually you, you and i should start a rap project now we, we sounded pretty good right there that was just your first single right every, there thing is that a and weird up talk in it too i don't understand yeah. that yeah and with the highest just throwing some like 16th note in there every once in a while you gotta have like the 16th note <laughs> yeah hi-hat roll somewhere in there i gotta wake the up your listener i got a casio the... keyboard with some like bells on it just ding Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. Yeah, if I you guys this. write music like that, I will stop doing this podcast. We're Don't gonna, contribute to the problem. We're going to make a uh, Six Degrees of Rumination uh, theme song. No. I think soon. it's going to be mumble oh rap. It's, it's not going to be the no mumble rap. No, no. Good. no, no yeah, okay. No. It must be like a real song. Yeah. Hey, Six Degrees of Rumination. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm stoked. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, yeah, let's talk about actual music um we're gonna we got this uh infographic posted on our uh facebook page so um you should check it out with all the cool stats but uh basically um music can release happiness it can uh elevate you and help you focus in just a matter of minutes they did these studies that show like within just like 13 minutes you can release your sadness or within nine minutes of listening to a certain kind of music you can be happier so yeah what if i want to hang on to my sadness what about Slayer? Don't listen to music. Listen, listen to mumble rap. <laughs> listen for 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, Slayer, remember we did an article, or um, a, we podcast on this article a while ago where people were assuming that music like Slayer would induce violence and anger and stuff, nope. but actually it like Metal heads gave are happy. them feelings of joy, you know? Slayed their sadness. I always yeah. thought that was funny, yeah. But yeah. it wasn't surprising, you know? Yeah. yeah the, one of the, if you're feeling all pent-up rage and pent-up aggression and shit like that nothing beats throwing on like slayer or some like beat down yeah. hardcore exactly. it's just and going like to a go lift weights or manifestation like of your emotions inside yeah. it gives you like sort of a, an avenue to get them out and you know mm-hmm. especially like i imagine if you're playing that music it would be even more effective than just listening to it coming, coming from being in a punk rock band when i get off the stage i'm in like some weird form of zen mm-hmm. i'm just like well i got everything that was pissing me off just left you're in that flow state after you yeah. you're playing music, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this research comes from the British Academy of Sound Therapy. Bast. Or Bast. Those <laughs> bastards. Um, uh, said that uh, out of the 7,581 participants, they found that 89% believe music to be essential for their health and well-being. Um, 
90% of uh, participants used music to relax, 81% used it to make them feel happy, and 46.5% used it to process or to release sadness. 32.5% used it to aid in concentration. It's so funny to see it broken down like that because I feel like I listen to music for all these reasons, but I don't consciously go, oh, it's time to concentrate now. Like I've just, I'm used to having music around mm -hmm. me all the time. Yeah. So I'm a perfect individual is what I'm saying. Do you ever feel like saturated with music? Do you ever feel like, God, I can't, I just need to take a break from music? Sometimes, like if I'm driving to work, sometimes mm. I would rather like listen to a podcast or just listen to a yeah. show and not watch the, you know, just have the auto of it on while I'm yeah. drinking coffee or whatever. Because mm -hmm. normally if I have music on, I have to be singing to it. So sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to drink this coffee while I'm driving. Try not to do three <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. It's like a new form of mumble rap. It, it, there you go. Gargle yeah. rap. I should get a microphone <laughs> in there rap. while I'm at it. Drowning rap. But otherwise, no. Like, I mean, I have so many different kinds of music I listen to, so it never feels like I'm overdoing it. Yeah. You know? It's just changing the channel, changing the mood. Yeah, yeah when I go like on road trips, like you got to like listen to an album or two and then you gotta listen to like a podcast yeah. or two and then go back to music and then go back to spoken word and yeah good old disinformation yeah storytelling and then back to i listen mostly to like prog music on road trips and prog the music is good like, yeah. or just they're like, like epic like here's yeah, a 45 like, minute song it'll get you halfway there by the time you're halfway through the album you've already gone to la yeah you're just like all right cool yep yeah yep Listen to some Dream Theater and just some Tool and Genesis, like old school Genesis. Put on yeah. Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Just fucking, that's it. I don't need to think about anything. I don't need to do anything. Just go. Yeah. So uh, in this article, they uh, kind of broke it down to different uh, genres of music and different uh, uh, feelings. So the best music for relaxation had a slow tempo, very simple melody, nothing too complex, no lyrics, and with an optimum listening time of 13 minutes. Uh, many benefits were reported, including decreased muscle tension, negative thoughts disappearing, feeling peaceful and contented, and being able to sleep better. I wonder if they say, like, an optimum listening time of 13 minutes. Like, if you went over 13, would it be too much? Yeah. Like, you're like, too relaxed. Like, you can't even, your heart won't even beat anymore. Like, what's going to happen? That's you enough know? Enya music, okay? I got it. <laughs> stress out again. I do have a sleep playlist that I just leave on as I'm sleeping. I'm sure yes, it's... Yes, I know. It's got to be, like three hours long at least yeah. so that's yeah, more than I 13 know. minutes <laughs> i hope my uh host from chicago last year isn't listening to this i went to chicago for an acro yoga festival and a friend of a friend hosted me and um they're all into like crystals and oh, yeah. and woo woo stuff and yeah. i was sleeping <laughs> <laughs> you know that granola crunchy shit you know yeah, yeah shit yeah. doesn't do anything like here's some crystals you'll no. well, cure look, cancer but it's like no I sometimes won't. if you think it does that's enough right, placebo, of a difference right? yeah so anyways like i was sleeping in his living room and he's like oh yeah i just i just play this like uh this like relaxation mm -hmm. music that's tuned to 432 hertz yeah I, like the weird right yeah, and, and and so, you the know, binaural just, beats and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, base, but it's just thinking. it's just like new agey like you know synth pads you know like spa music yeah and he it'd be like he's like <laughs> It'd be like these YouTube videos that were like eight hours long and yeah. I could not sleep. It was the worst. God. They don't work. It's I, the, you, just, you just hear that. Yeah. It was like, this well, is the dumbest fucking thing ever. No, yeah. And it wasn't like the binaural thing. It was just cheesy ass like mm. spa relaxation music. Yeah. And, and after a couple hours, I just had to get up and like turn it off and turn Why it Why is it that music, it kind of, it almost pisses me off. Like when it's right. like, here's some relaxing sounds. 
from some mm-hmm. white bitch. Yeah, who went to the vi- rainforest one time. With a violin yeah. and a rain stick. It's like, it's like <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> am I listening to? That'd be a fun study. Like, see, you know, yeah. like, how long does it take for people to like lose their shit after listening to <laughs> crappy, relaxing music? Yeah, it doesn't. It's not yeah. relaxing. Like every time I listen to it, I just like, like this is distracting and annoying and, and not doing its job. I yeah. think I'm gonna hazard a guess, and this is based on nothing, but I feel like <laughs> people who find that relaxing might be slightly less intelligent than people who don't. Oh. I'm look. All right, I think maybe I'm I right. I think he just called out half a Lodi. <laughs> oh. No, that's, no, they don't. No, yeah. that, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. That that like spa shit is not popular in small towns usually. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I teach yoga classes a lot, and I have to play, you know, play music in yoga class, and it's got to be like a very specific type of music that is got to fit the mood right yeah it's got to fit the mood and it's got to be as palatable as possible and you know like what i like isn't necessarily going to be someone else likes and not everyone's gonna like the music by trying to find something that i think most people like and it's got to be relaxing and sometimes it's got to be a little more energizing (laughs) and but it can't be too cheesy you know it's really hard to dial in a fucking good yoga playlist and then i got to find like a new one or create a new one like every other week, you know, so don't, we're not listening to the same. What about like music uh, all the lo-fi time? hip-hop beats and Maybe. stuff like that? Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like that like, shit yeah. actually works. Yeah, I do like a lot of like down tempo or like yeah. you know, chill hop, uh, <laughs> yes, trip hop, you know, kind like, of. Not, and not yeah. all of it though, because there's some bad chill hop. Yeah, shit yeah, too. exactly. It's, like, it's like you really have bad to like. stuff in every genre. You really have to cut through to find the good yeah. shit. Yeah, so, I, dude, I spend so much time just like listening to, you know, artists we think you'd like or, you know, you know the yeah. radio lists on on Spotify. Reno, as you were talking, I thought like it would be funny if you played Radiohead while doing yoga, and then I thought, what if Tom York had a spa <laughs> therapy? I don't album? think I don't think a lot of people would be down with the Radiohead uh, spa uh, album. That might be it. I love Radiohead. Yeah, like, me too. Know, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking, that's so can't, Mike can't handle fucking it. Most overrated fucking bullshit ever. Okay, well. Anyways. Yeah, going back to the music that in this study, yeah. it only took nine minutes um, to make people feel uplifted, and usually those songs had a driving rhythm, fast tempo, positive lyrical content, just what you'd expect. Um, and that worked really well on 89% of people in their study. They had improved energy levels, 65% laughed more. Others felt more in control of their lives and able to quote, take on anything. I've definitely experienced that with the right kind of music. And it'll usually be something I've heard before too. Like it doesn't matter how often I've listened to it. Yeah. Mike and I have different, you know, soundtracks we require for our moods, but they did another study with uh, high tempo music, which is they put out like 170 beats per minute, which is pretty fast. That's like drum and bass pace. Um, so they did. Uh, they used this high tempo music. Uh, they found that it enhanced performance during exercise. So women training heard pop songs at 170 BPM. They began to put in more effort, uh, especially during like endurance activities like running and cycling. And then I always think it's weird, like, we like listening to, like, sad songs, like, songs that evoke sadness, but it kind of makes sense that if it's helping you, like, release or kind of process or you kind of harmonize and on the same wavelength as that. Nice to know someone's miserable with you. Yeah, Yeah, there's there's something comforting about that, that you're not the only one that's going through it. Oh, your life sucks, too? (laughs) 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 Ha, ha, ha. So one time I was playing with Puzzle Tree 
uh, all my gear got stolen out of my car Ooh, after the show. That's the fucking worst. Oh yeah, it was like two thousand dollars worth of gear, and I was oh just so pissed and just like, damn it. I remember that day I watched a documentary about a plane crash in the Andes and this soccer team being stranded in the Andes for like four weeks and they, like half of them died and they like ate each other. And that kind of lifted my spirits a little bit. That kind of made me feel a little bit better. It's like, well, yeah, I'm not stuck in the Andes. It's not eating people. Yeah, yeah. I can buy more gear eventually, but you know. But still. Yeah, so. God. So you can listen to sad music or mm-hmm. just, you know. Watch people slowly. Watch other people suffer in each other. Resort to cannibalism, yeah. That works too. Yeah. While they have a sad, you know, sound yeah. track and score going yeah. on in the background. There you go. Uh, there's one song at the end of this article that is on Spotify, if anybody wants to look it up. Uh, Liz Cooper, the founder of BAST, the people who did this research, um, collaborated with an ambient musical trio, Marconi Union, and made this eight-minute track that's designed to relax listeners and induce a trance-like state. It is called Weightless. Shouldn't it be 13 minutes? I know, right? For fuck's sakes, you just did the science yeah, on it. Yeah, and she's like, no, no. Come on, Liz. Maybe, I guess, listen to it and then listen to like a fraction of it again. Less you'll is be fine. more. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but it's it's listed as various artists on Spotify, but it's it's called Weightless if you want to look it up. It's no, also linked at the bottom of this article here. I think it's listed under Marconi Union. So. No, if you look at the screenshot, it says various artists. Well, I'll just download it on Spotify under know. Marconi's Union. Okay, very Marconi's Union. Reno You'll has the it. insider info because he's already listened to it. Yep, it's going but, on my yoga playlist. Yeah. So, anyways, use music to your advantage. It's a great tool. It makes you better. It's almost like uploading emotions no. into your body. <laughs> no, no, you need to relax the hard way. Yeah. Take your time. It must take thirteen minutes. You want to be, you know, happy. You got to fucking make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. No, no cheating with music. All right. So that's it. That's on that, that note. That's the only way to enhance you as a human. That's all we got. Yeah. Music, contact lenses, downloading and more sleep during the uh, mm-hmm. winter season. It's actually, I mean, two of those things are really easy to do as an average citizen. Sleeping, Get music. Some music, sleep. Yeah. Cool. So you chill out there while you podcast listeners. Go listen to some music now. Yeah. Slayer. <laughs> All right, Six Degrees of Rumination with your host, Serena Gorma. Serena Gorman. Serena <laughs> Gorman, <laughs> comma. Fuck up your own name. I was trying to say that, I was trying to bring in the Oxford comma. I said Gorma oh. and Gorman at the same time. Right. Gorma. Listen to our previous episode about the Oxford comma if you haven't already. Featuring yeah. host Gorma. <laughs> comma Gorma. Oh, my God. Your ne- host, Serena Gorman, Nina comma. Boyd. Oh, God. 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 <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Okay.